everybody on the Facebook. Hello everyone, how are you? We're here ready to discuss the first layer once more, working through 12 steps in 21 days, written by Freddy van Rensburg, sitting here across me. Awesome, we went through, just to catch up on where we've gone through, we've gone through the first day of the first step and then also the second day of the first step and we are on day three moving towards our fourth day and completing the first step or are we on yeah we're on yeah day three is the last day of questions yes the fourth day is only a life story okay so yeah that's it and then we are finished with the first yes, step exciting. of this book awesome I'm, I'm looking forward just to let everybody know why we did not meet on the weekend it was me i had a little bit of a <laughs> i had to confine myself in my own solitude as there's a lot going on for me at this moment and i had to take some time out to reflect on everything that's happening in my life and where i'm at and i think it was a very healthy thing to do not an easy thing to do but also yeah that's why i was not there and it's okay if you take time out and um think about where life is going and where it's heading for you i think it's a healthy thing to be able to be alone and being alone doesn't mean you're self-harming or depressed it just means that you're able to enjoy your own mind it's important to realize what you need yeah and if you need solitude for a while then then it's a form of self-care yeah um, and i think in our previous lives uh, it's sometimes a lot of being alone meant and um, we were isolating we were in self-pity mm-hmm. but for me alone now is, is a very 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 different thing it's it, it's self-care it's what i need to do right now for myself yes and that's okay yeah awesome so it sounds as if that is what you were doing so well done it's a well good, done on spotting that that's what you needed was a great little bit of a, a mental clearance mm. as to yeah. form a basis of I, I guess just complete just gratitude for where I am in my life and how do you feel about crying oh I, I do have I cry cool a lot because of where I go through the the kind of questions on yeah, but I don't, I don't, uh, how can I say it, I won't, I cry and then I'm done crying. Yeah, you don't go into a misery state no. and then get stuck there. No. I think that's really, really important and, and I think crying is such a therapeutic thing. We yes. need to get that stuff out of our, our systems. Laughter, um, absolutely. crying. Yeah. It, it's all those emotions or emotional effects, I guess, that come out of a healthy way of doing yeah. it. That's why it's like, I don't have to laugh at the expense of anybody else. I don't have to laugh at the expense of my, if I am just dis- not comfortable with a conversation or somebody says, normally I'm a past, yeah. my laughter would cover that up. Yes. So now I've realized, oh, I can do it. In, and I, it's almost like I've got like a emotional tact. Mm. Because of this, and that's the beautiful thing is my emotions aren't in control of me. Absolutely. And I can go also in my thought process and see, you know, my what is my opinion of yes. me and my 
thoughts and my things and I can really self-reflect and that gives me the ability when I'm around people to really connect. Yeah. Because, that's, yeah. that's the amazing thing that this program gives us as, as exactly. we go the program is we get to know ourselves. Yes. We get to know what our own morality is. Mm. So if you're in a conversation where you're not comfortable with, you have, you have the right to either um, um, engage with the people on that level or to remove yourself from the situation. Yeah. In the past, I would have stayed and would have felt awful and afterwards I would have felt guilty and ashamed for my behavior. Now I have yeah. choices. Um, what was the other thing that... Uh, or resentful, like, instead of, like, yes. not... And, and, and then not taking ownership of where I'm, like, why Absolutely. am I there? Why is this... Yeah. Where, and then I realized now, I was like, no, I want to be here. I want to do this. Yeah. And that's what's the most important thing is. And that's that's it. Even that... But that also is, like, if it comes at a cost or something, then I've made the decision and I'm fully aware of it and yeah. I'm fully approving. <laughs> yes. I'm fully approving. You can take responsibility for your decision. For my decision. That's the important thing. Where, where previously I couldn't. Yes. Yeah. And it, and that that's like any kind of a loss or responsibility that I had to take on. Now I can, I can weigh the risks and the pros and the cons and I can look at it from a distance mm-hmm. and say, well, okay, even if there's an ability, then I can say, well, I'm fine with it. Yeah. And I'm willing to go that this far and I'm willing to go that much. In, in, and this is the kind of program that got me to this point. That's the skills I, I learned through, is, through doing this work. Doing right? this work. Absolutely. And that's awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, man, we'll, we'll pick up from day three. Day three, yeah? Yeah, yeah. day three. Awesome. It's uh, yeah. It's also good to be here and, and both be in a fresh state of mind. Um, explain your understanding of the term unmanageability as it relates to your life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unmanageability. What I, what I find interesting about step one is if you if you look at the, the wording of step one, it says we admitted we are powerless over our addiction, that our lives had become unmanageable. These are Depending on which fellowship, there's either a um, 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 it's hyphenated or there's a comma. What that implies to me is that it's not because of my addiction that my life became unmanageable. Yeah. My life was already unmanageable in various other forms before I even picked up my first drug. And that was because I, I didn't know how to live life. Hmm. So... And, and unmanageability for me in, in, in earlier life, before I even picked up drugs, came out in terms of perfectionism. Yes. The, the way I try to be perfect to make myself, to prove to myself that I'm, 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 I am an acceptable human being. Yes. That made my life unmanageable. The amount of anxiety and stress that I've been under from a very, very young age. I was a very, very unhappy child because I tried to be perfect. I tried to be everything for everybody. That is unmanageability. Well, that is, yeah, that's probably also where I was heading. That's why I needed to take a step back. And, um, but, but it was also probably to the point where, where it's also the d- dealing with external things in my life where I'm yeah. at the point where I'm not, in the ideal situation, so I've got to compromise in certain things. So I have family, people around me that don't necessarily understand me, but that's also fine. But it sometimes does get to the point where 
because I've got this plan, because I've got a lot of things that I'm working on, I I need to, and that's the whole thing, is I focus very much on being balanced when I do my journal, when I do the step work, when I that work on program. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So so that was my thing. Is like I I knew the last like my my probably the last especially the last six. I've been very on top of everything and manageable. And I mean, who can write so much about their daily life and tick off so many things and actually make progress? It was just to the point where because I got negative feedback without even asking for feedback. Mm where that's why it was like sort of put me in a little bit of a shock i guess not even but it was just where i needed to take a step back from everything and see that i am still okay yeah and and that's where it was in the past i wouldn't have done it it would have all built up i would have pushed it all off and i wouldn't have continued yes and that's the beautiful thing is yeah. now i am managing it where in the past i couldn't where i just let it all build up I didn't say how I feel. I didn't look at myself in the first place and say, am I doing what I need to be doing? Yes. And that's where it's the difference. Am I doing what's important for me? And making myself happy. Exactly. And, and, and I, I love, I love being, doing that because that gives me creativity. It gives me a sort of complete reboot. With this, it just comes to, it makes it easier and more clearer. Yeah. This working this step, working this kind of a question, it's like oh, there's something like being unmanageable. Yes. But before, okay. <laughs> before that, you know, we didn't even yeah. the best is totally before so, this. No. I never knew what unmanageable. <laughs> when 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 I first got to like the point where people had to help me, they were like unmanage. Like that's the buzzword. Unmanageability, Emil. <laughs> you and it, it was just like stamped on me. You're yeah. unman. And, and I was like, and now I was like. Well, yes, well, that is true. Like what you said, I can tie it in, try to be perfect, try to do all those things. And it just, then mm. it was all over the show because it was all, everything was very fixated on one thing. Yeah. Now, now I can actually take a journal and I can actually prioritize yeah. and, and, and make it more manageable. I just thought that that's how life was. Yeah. I didn't know that there, that there was an alternative. But I think what you're saying is journaling is a very, very, very effective way of keeping track of where your life and especially your emotions are going. My first sponsor taught me to every night to do a inventory and inventory and then rate my day out of 10. Yeah. And then plot that rating on on some form of graph. Just every day, just make a... So, if, if you at some stage see that you keep on going down, mm. then you get a sign, kind of, there's something wrong. Why, why, is, why is every day worse than the previous one? Yes. Once you see that, stop and say, okay, maybe, I, maybe I need to discuss with somebody what's going on. Maybe I need to ask for help. Maybe I need to take a day or two out and reflect on where I'm going. Mm. And then we have options. It's when we exactly. believe we don't have options that, 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 that our life is really unmanageable. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, I definitely can agree with you on that. I think that it is, it's a, it's a really good way of, of seeing this. And it's because writing it down and, you know, the term unmanageability, there's a lot of things. It can be chaos, it can be work, it can be people pleasing, 
so many underlying things. Yeah. It could be your family that makes you... It, it, it's all up to... Every individual Absolutely. has a different form yes. of unmanageability. It could Don't be so. being a workaholic. Mm-hmm. You know, you can overwork. You can make, you'll make more mistakes because you're not really concentrating yeah. and you're not really conscious. And that's sometimes, oh, if you think you're working hard or fast or whatever in terms of the spectrum, if you're not present, how can you mm-hmm. actually know what you're going through in life? The worst is people get addicted to chaos. Yes. Because that adrenaline rush that you get from things constantly awesome. being... Awesome. Oh, my it's God. awesome, and it's terrible and, for and, you. And we see, I see that in recovery a lot. People who are clean and sober for a while, but yeah. their lives are completely unmanageable. Yes. And they're addicted to the chaos. That, that gives them that high that, that the drugs used to give them. Mm. It's insane. It's, it's, it, it is very much... It's something where it, it's a it's a big question actually now that if you say that because unmanageable but like how how something that mm. is something that was very much because I we, I used to question it as well and I was like what is being is it being unable and I realized it's a, a sort of you can almost tell in the person's breathing that they're unmanageable yes. they can't because it's like a it's, yeah it's it's an excitement. It's a yeah, and it's it's it's, but it's okay to be somebody that if you do something for it and and for your ex, but it's all in that balance. It's yes. all about keeping a balanced that schedule. The, that's an operative word in life. Yes, it's find a balance, and that's okay as well. Mm-hmm. And and so what? That's why I must say it, to me it relates with the fact that I can sit with who I am right now it's the contrast of unmanageability and that I can be calm and that I can know I have a higher power that I can talk to and I can give it over and if I continue doing the right thing and working on myself and working in society I'm that's all I can absolutely. do absolutely we can only do our best each day that's and that awesome. is good enough exactly and if people don't like it then frankly stuff them <laughs> <laughs> give a list of at least 10 consequences of your addiction. Reflect by using the following categories as guidelines. Emotional, physical, spiritual, mental, career, relationships, and anything else that comes up for you. Well, Oh my God. Your... Well, what a, what a question. Um, for me, if I quickly, just, just run me by those categories again. So you've um, got your emotional, Emotional, physical. I was completely emotional stunted. Yes. I couldn't, I, because I was suppressing my emotions, I, I couldn't react appropriately to, uh, to, to situations. Mm. Next one. Then it's your physical. Physical, my resting heart rate was over 100. Oh, wow. <laughs> my blood pressure was, I, I don't even want to go, I think it was something like 180 over, over, over 120. The fact that I haven't had a heart attack or a stroke is oh, an wow. absolute miracle. Say that for myself. The fact that I'm alive today yeah. is an absolute miracle. That is true. Yeah. That is definitely true. Wow. I'm, I'm also, that's, it's crazy. Like, the way I, the, the, but, but you see how, what's nice is, by doing this, how much it's changed though. Because absolutely. that's why you have the ability to now actually say, Yeah. Oh, well, look at how, like the fact that you even know what your heart rate was. I mean, yeah. and you know what, the fact that you could, now see that is to me is the point where I know I didn't even see my my part in this yeah. or anything of this and that's it's amazing you know like 
you, when you say it like this, and then you're spiritual. I thought spirituality was that idea that I was thinking of maybe... It's like religious almost, or what? For, for, for me, because I wasn't religious. Yeah. Um, religion was an option for spirituality, but I saw spirituality kind of a, a, an environmental consciousness. Yes. But because I, I, I was in addiction, I couldn't live consciously. So I would think about maybe recycling. Okay. And for me, that was as far as I got to, to, to spirituality. Oh, wow. Um, now, today, I mean, wow, thanks to no, no comparison. So, the, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I will say for myself on that spiritual thing is um, I have a community and I have, I practice Christianity, I believe in God, and that's it, simple. Yeah. And, and I don't have to, I don't have to complicate it. But I know there's a there's a way for everybody because spiritually you're able to talk to your higher power. Absolutely. And that's what's the important yeah. thing is that you have you have the ability to give it over to. I know you've got a you've got a very what's your name for your God? For? Natura. Natura. <laughs> we'll get to that in step two and three. <laughs> so that's yes, that's your. So that's pretty cool, you yeah. know. And 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 I mean, for me, I was also bankrupt and all these emotions yeah. physical spiritual and then mental oh that's that's the one i could not apply myself mentally because i my head was so full of chaos even when i wasn't high mm. the chaos in my head about how i hated myself how i constantly told myself i hate myself how i constantly told myself that i'm a fat and ugly useless piece of shit mm, well wow. um I couldn't function mentally. The, the the fact that I still had a job is again an absolute miracle. Yes. Well, that's yeah. I'm, I must say myself. Yeah, it's now it's by doing by doing this. I'm working on my mental health. Um, and and by doing that, focusing on a emotional intelligence, mm. which then helps with a mental health, which goes hand in hand. The, the two go hand in hand and. That will basically put out into everything else um, and, and why I, I, I love being able to talk about it. And the best way, I guess, is to talk like we are right now, but working a book, working a program. And yeah, it's the fact that I'm, I'm at, at ease. It's something that's quite nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the nice thing about this, this question is that even for non-addicts, yeah. You can go and sit and say, okay, what am I struggling with at this stage? I'm struggling with my relationship with my mother. Mm. How does that impact me emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally? And invariably, it, it might impact you on, on many of those levels. The thing is, it's a, the self-question that you said there is one of the most important things. If, if you cannot sit now and question yourself, not all the time. So you just have to also do, but it's very important that maybe in the beginning of the day and at the end of the day, that you can take at least five minutes and question. Check in with yourself. Yes. Yeah. Just where where am I? How where am, am I, I doing? doing? Yes. Because because that gives you so much freedom. Absolutely. It doesn't matter what if you just have anything in that you're sort of not feeling, just question it. Yeah. Just Listed down. Um, quick, so quick. here, your career. No oh God. I kept on demoting myself because I couldn't handle the stress. 
of what I was busy with. <laughs> I, I walked into a new job and on that first day, my whole body, my whole soul, my whole being said to me, this is not for you. But because I'm a perfectionist and failure was not an option, yes. I couldn't go and stand and say, I can't do this. I want to go back to my previous job. Because it was within the same set of companies. I could easily have gone back. Yeah. yeah. I, it was not an option. So, so I kept on stuffing up and kept on dishing out my responsibilities until eventually I was, I was virtually doing nothing. Mm. Because I wasn't capable of doing anything. Yeah, but for me it was also I was a, I would, uh, I mean I guess my my career aspect is quite different. I was definitely when I was out, it was just work, but I was definitely not happy. So, if if I can look back at it, what I would do differently, just with that, what would I do differently? It would definitely like I would be able to do the same work, the same things, but I sort of also gave myself a bad name by the way that I created chaos outside of where I worked. And um, yeah, I mean, I've always been a very hard worker. It was just at the end of the day, doing something where I knew I was fulfilling the necessary goals and vision that I had, but it was all of this didn't really matter at the end of the day because the career I used to cover something up. And mm. now it's something where I've stuck three years in one field. Yeah. But I'm also taking over my fields and I'm putting it into everything I do. So this is quite interesting. So I've sort of had a... But it's also I've definitely... I've... With producers and stuff that I completely stuffed the relationship up yeah. because of the way I behaved. Because when I was acting out, I would blame them for things. And I messed relationships up that were great. Yeah. Yeah, that was just being very dumb. Just because I had, I was very wahnsinnig. Crazy. Um, living in, it sounds as if you were living in ego. I was definitely living in ego. I was making things up. Was, and I was also not able to enjoy what I was given. And I wasn't able to... Yeah, that's the ego. It's not being grateful, yeah. you know, attitude of gratitude, being Absolutely. like, know that I've been blessed every day by God with this beautiful opportunity in life to do things for people and help people and help myself in that moment. But I was so blind. Mm. And yeah. The attitude of gratitude is so important. Very much. I walked out this morning when I took Tyson for his walk and I just suddenly, I don't know what happened. I just started, started saying thank you for this and thank you for that. And after 10 minutes later, I realized I'm still saying thank you. There's so much that I have to be grateful that's for in my life. Awesome. And, and that's also okay that if you, if I, I'm not comfortable with something and I make that decision, now I can stick with it. Yes. And that's the cool thing is like, well, this is what I said and then that's what that person yeah. said. And if, if I feel that the agreement's not met, I can walk away peacefully. There's no resentment. I call that living in integrity. Yes. Something I couldn't do in my past. Exactly not. And being honest and vulnerable about if I'm wrong, if I've mm. made a mistake. And if the people don't accept it around me, then I don't have to. And I can just, yeah. we, can, we can find another way around that or we can take a time out and or we can decide we can part ways if, this, if, if it won't work. And, and that's the cool thing about a career and stuff. And, but I'm also very patient in, in this now. 
where I wasn't. I was very impatient yeah. in the past. So that's also it went like this with one of these questions. With the next point you had here was relationships. And mm. I think it feels it feels like because there's so many different aspects of relationships. Yeah, I was just I was just an asshole. <laughs> I was not nice to be around. It's easy as that. Yeah, I, I I mean, I was a. Well, I guess people were always, but not for the right reasons, because I I couldn't express who I am. Yes. And and most important relationship is with my higher power and with myself. And, and if that's not going to be healthy, yeah. if anything, if I cannot, if, if anything, that's why now even if people question me when, when I'm, when I cut them, or not cut them, when I cut myself out of society, and inevitably they are part of society, I feel no shame telling them I'm sorry about it, but it was not you, it is me, I understand your concern. Yeah. And most people are like, cool. And that's quite nice. Is That's how I know I have like amazing people in my life. But I also have sometimes where um, at that point, I also allow myself to doubt myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. Yeah, that's okay. Perfectly okay. Um, and then, yeah, anything else that comes up for you, I guess. I mean, but we life. did cover that. <laughs> 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 well, that's why... That's why work through this book <laughs> reflect on how due to your addiction you are not taking responsibility for your life you said it earlier you blamed the producers yes and for me that was my life is i was always the victim <laughs> life was always against me um and was it, it and that wasn't the case it was just that i wasn't capable of taking responsibility for my life but because I wasn't comfortable enough in myself, I also couldn't acknowledge that. Yeah. So I had to blame other people. I had to be the victim. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, it's something that's very, it's almost, it's, it, it's sad when you see somebody else going through it. Mm -hmm. And because you know how difficult it is to breach that. Yeah. Because that's like a shield, especially yes. in any kind of addiction or any kind of a problem is that, that it's 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 your way you grew up it's this is such a long list of Absolutely, possibilities yeah. to blame mm. there's like this whole list and then <laughs> and then it's like but really did did my did my parents make me no i just said something that made me feel upset yeah then i took offense to it and then i didn't want to forgive then i went and I resented and then I went and had vengeance and then I went and I so there's this long thing that I start doing and I don't even know it yeah that's crazy I mean I was and it's never me <laughs> never I mean, <laughs> how much time do I spend oh, by doing all of that unnecessary absolutely. time for so long in high school I was a very prominent athlete yeah and I blamed my parents because I said to everybody, my parents are pushing me yes. to do that. Through this work, I realized that my parents never pushed me. Yes. I was the perfectionist. Yes. I was the one who needed the affirmation mm. of being, being good at that. All my parents did is they were lovingly supporting me all the way. Exactly. And it was such, such a nice feeling to look back and say, whoa, mm. I can let that resentment go. 
Exactly. And I could take responsibility for the fact that I'm the perfectionist. This is, this is what I thought I needed at that stage in my life. And that's perfectly okay. Yeah. That's, and even for the people that if, if they had families who weren't perfect in supporting them or weren't, you know, or come out of abuse or come out of hardships yeah. or there is a possibility, there is the ability to go and say that doesn't really matter. You know, you, you meet people that come out of perfectly sane households, but they compare themselves to everybody and then they blame that. Yeah. So, so there's another form of comparison. Oh. Like if I look at others and I look at where they are, it's got nothing to do with me. Comparison is the enemy of serenity. And it's <laughs> such a blame. Eh? How is it like, uh, oh, but, but no, they, they, they went, they inherited a fault. No. Yeah. No. How do I not know that that person didn't put in a couple of hours a day to exercise, to meditate, exactly. to then write, to read, to do research? Yeah. That That is the thing. It's discipline. How do I not know that that person just is more disciplined mm. than I am? That is more... And that's the thing. Why do I question the results? Why don't I question their process yeah. and learn from it? That's the beautiful thing is I can do that now. Also, one of the most amazing concepts that I got to learn through this process was, and I think one of the first things I learned to rehab was, you know what, life is not fair. No. <laughs> it's never going to be fair. No. So accept it. Life's that, that's it. Yeah. If you are going to blame life and blame everything in life, you're never, ever going to be okay. Exactly. Except that life is not fair. So it's going to happen and it's going to happen to you. How I deal with yeah. it. That's the only important thing is how I deal with it. Absolutely. Awesome. Oh, great question. <laughs> All these questions for have you acted or are you acting selfishly? If so, how? Oh, gosh. Always. Oh, God. That face, Always. that face that they teach you, it's not about you. No. <laughs> life was about me. Yes. It, it was, I was just the most important person, not just in my life. I expected everyone's life to revolve around me. I expected to be the most important person in everybody's lives. They needed to do what I wanted them to do mm. and what I wanted in life. And yes. I couldn't accept that, that that wasn't the case. So mm. the minute I realized that I am not the most important person in my life, that thing of it's not about you. Oh, wow. How amazing is that? Mm. I'm going through a bit of an issue in my life at the moment. It's, a, it is, it's not an easy one. No. Yeah. But, wow. We, 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 it, that is a, a, a question that I basically have to ask myself at least once a week. Yes. Is this about me? No, it's not. Does it influence me? Yes. Do I have a choice about how I'm going to see how it influences me? Yes. And what is the healthy way, the healthy option to do with it? I also think, I think uh, as a human being, I think we are all, we all have needs. And I think it's a basic, that's why I like the question is because have I acted selfish? Am I acting selfish? If so, how? If I'm acting to the best will of my needs and I'm honest about it, and if I can say I've been selfish, it's fine. Yeah. I, I mean... Uh, I, I need to have do have all my me, needs met or my these basic things that I, I look at it this way. This is this my my way of saying mm. I understand your way, but there's a I think there's a fine line in that it's it's a very 
sort of this kind of a question to me is something that is very there's a fine line between um people then actually acting like they either aren't and then they actually most are if you say if if it's like no you go and do that it's okay and then meanwhile they not really content or yeah. honest about their where they are yes whereas then and and it's like saying can you do me a favor or can you please help me that's a big thing Absolutely. don't ever ask for a favor always ask can you please yeah. help me ask for your needs to be met that's it that is so important and if it's not met it's not a personal insult exactly, yeah. it's not something that is the end of the world yeah. it's just a plain disagreement and then you cannot somebody else you yeah. can change your approach and that's the beautiful simplicity of this and that's how I know if I can ask somebody then yeah I expected people to read my mind yes I expected people to anticipate what my needs were and when they weren't met I was excessively pissed off and very resentful yeah and that's the whole thing is that is dangerous yeah that's a very dangerous place and that's also why I understand when people for me that's also why when I go my own thing I know it's selfish and well I, I guess it's for me it's sometimes to make we need myself. to selfish in life to be okay and that's okay but, but I understand that's why there's that thin, thin line yeah. if it is resentful and if it is in a way of I don't know cutting then it's dangerous yeah. then it is not the right thing to do I think the, 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 the line there for me is about sometimes we need to be selfish to take care of ourselves. Yes. But that selfishness doesn't harm anybody. No. Well, that type of selfishness harmed other people. And then, okay. Now, what if you were a person that now... I'm a person. Now, <laughs> now, let's say you're in a point where you're in a relationship where you are doing... But that other person can't take care of their own mental and there's an agreement but they always try to suck you in to to lower and to try to manipulate you and then it, you almost question everything you're doing oh. so that's where it's a da- it's another dangerous thing is because like you you almost become unhealthy yeah. and people will take advantage of you because you're in yeah. part a kind person a generous person but now what happens is because you're always around your environment, always around people that need you and that need you more and you're not able to say what you need and meet your own needs because you're compensating for theirs. Yeah. That's difficult. Live in consultation. Yes. Speak to people whom you trust and who love you, who can give you positive feedback. I say, Emil, you're being taken advantage of. Mm. Emil, you're making an unhealthy decision for yourself. Because a lot of time I can't see Yes. Because I'm, I'm, I'm far too deep in the situation. Yes. So I, I ask for help in what is a healthy boundary to set here. And please reflect to me when you see that I'm breaking the boundary, when I'm not sticking to that boundary. Okay, awesome. I really like that. Cool. That's a good question. Very good one. Thank Something you. that I'm definitely also still well, that's thinking about. Right? Exactly. <laughs> what lies have you been telling repeatedly? Ooh. Oh, my word. I've told lies in my life where up until today I still don't know what's the truth. 
So I've I've told that lie so often that I can't remember what the truth is anymore. Hmm. That is creating my own reality. It's it's crazy. I'm going to give a very basic example where I was in this accident and I went into a treatment center and this psychologist, she, she told me I was a chronic alcoholic as well. But I never, I never thought that. So I lied to myself so much that I said, I'm just a casual, a casual, a casual drinker, I binge yeah. drink. And I go big once every now and then. Mm. But I was, like she said, after going through everything, and the, the fact is, like, I was actually telling her what, she's like, did you're a, and I was like, really? <laughs> Lovely. But it was obvious. Yeah. It was, it, everybody but myself. And it's because I started lying. It's because I, I started lying to myself about my, and, and about resentment. That's why this whole list, this makes it me, it makes it impossible to, it breaks these lies, and it was th- that was difficult to break as well. No. It's 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 it's, yeah. it's it was difficult to break, but then the moment I could, when I when I could break it, it was like wow, freedom. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing about working through a twelve step program is when we go on a twelve step journey, it's exactly that. It's a journey. Yes. It's not a program. It's not a once off no. that we do because. When we, when we peel this layer of the onion, those are the lies that we expose. Yes. In the next layer of the onion, there will be other lies that, that, that we expose. Mm. And that's okay, because awesome. we just work in the program. Yes. Um, I always say that more will be revealed. Mm. Um, um, in this round of steps, what is being revealed is what I am capable of handling at this stage. Exactly. So don't... don't, don't don't think you're going to get everything out in one go. No. And that's why I call the book the first layer. Yes. Because this is just peeling that first layer of the onion. But then the second time you do it, then it becomes the second layer. Yes. Because if it, the questions stay the same, but yes. the answers differ. Why? Because we change. Exactly. The we moment can, anything I do here, I'm actively working on solving, yeah. solving a problem. Absolutely. But you wanted to say something before. I, I, don't, I hope I didn't interrupt you. You were still saying something. No, it was okay. gone. It wasn't oh, important. Oh, oh, no. it would have, had it been important, I would have remembered. Okay. <laughs> That's my theory about that. <laughs> Ex- explain how you are rationalizing your behavior, how you have been lying to yourself and consequently denying your problem. Uh, you know, the biggest way in that, in, in, in how that plays in my life at the moment, or did until very recently, was my sugar addiction. Okay. Is I kept on telling myself, I'm 51 years old, I've been very aware of my body image and um, and my health for so long, yes. that it's okay at this stage of my life to let it go. You know what, it's not. Mm. Yeah. I, I, the problem with me and, and, and body image is that once I carry extra weight, mm. I start believing what my head tells me. Mm. That's, yeah. So, I, so I start believing when my head tells me I'm a fat and ugly useless piece of shit. And you start become yeah. So and if then you, I become a fat and ugly useless piece of shit. That is quite hard. Yeah, that, that is definitely, uh, yo, I, I must say as, uh, as well, I, I, 
it's in the beginning I think it was okay to for myself I definitely had a I when I wanted to stop sugar completely I binged on it I went and I went and I went to KFC and McDonald's and I got five or four because like this oh. is the lowest amount of McFlurries oh bring or, me a bucket and then that I would yeah because that's how my mind yeah, goes I'm like this course, is yeah. the last so I might as well get as much of it as possible which yeah. is some, it's so bad for you but <laughs> exactly. at the point at least I got to the point where and it's something it's a small thing now because you're able to like really take the layers off I was able to take that layer off I was able to say like look I, I saw this 60 year old woman that's lifting and has a six pack and I was just like I can do it mm. yeah, I want that health what, yeah. what, what are the things that make me really happy it's being fit it's about being able to go out and hike and swim do things outside mm. if I'm not fit I cannot do those things yeah. so there's the, that's where I was like I will lie to myself if I do I want it I love food but I love real food. That's that's the thing is I have a very high knowledge of what is I cook myself. I've worked with chefs on yachts, and I've done a lot. I'm passionate about okay. growing my own food and the whole process. So when I cook, I I put my heart into it. So for me, eating fast food is like Mm-mm. the is is punishment. So I was lying to myself. Well, yeah. this is fine. You know, heaping junk food mm. or something in that sense. To me, that, that is how I you know, knew. Since I've been in recovery, I haven't had KFC. Yes. And oh, I, wow. I haven't had McDonald's. Huh. I haven't had um, Coke. Oh, wow. A normal Coke. I've yes. had Coke, Coke Zero. Zero. Yeah. yeah. That's also I'm trying to stop drinking. Oh, well, I have I, stopped I, those. I don't, I don't like fizzy drinks. The sweeteners, um, I'm trying to stop completely. Yeah. But even if you want to merge over to that. But it, you'll see your, your brain, it, it's, it's also, it also messes with that when brain. When it comes to sweetness, what, what do you think are the healthy options? So how do you feel about stevia, which is a natural sweetness? Yeah, definitely if it gets you off of sugar. Yeah. It, but use it as a something subtle. Yeah. Use it as a store, also using less of it. Okay. That's a, the easy way to yeah. start doing it is, is by increments small increments of it and then you're like oh wow completely look gone also if you can start eating greens a lot more greens drink water before your meals then go go from your uh also a lot of fat but when you put fat in your food it's more tasty yeah and that's the thing is yeah number one i don't eat meat uh, and number two is I've had um, got an alternative you can get use uh, almond almond butter and almond, those, yeah. you can you know, coconut just, butter just butter mm. butter itself is really good True, for you yeah. it, it, there's not this whole thing is coconut yeah. butter you can use olive oil don't cook with olive oil try not to don't cook with olive oil don't cook with olive oil because you you burn out the nutrients it's got a very low you can sear something on a low heat but if you if you're gonna fry something, then just use butter rather. Okay. Yeah, because there's a there's this thing there's this, it's a fats keep you fuller. Try to drop your if you if you do carbs do low GI things that give you energy over a prolonged time, because that will keep you wanting sugar. Yeah. The moment okay. you you alter your, and then later on sugar becomes nothing. 
because your mind also doesn't want you to go for it. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's quite cool. I mean, for me as well, rationing my, like also exercise, not why don't I just exercise every day? Why don't I just med- meditate every day? It's good for my mind. Yeah. Why am I, uh, there's so many things that I can say for my behavior that I look at and say, but now I know. It's like, that's at a, least the di- that's the difference. That's the balls up about working a 12-step program. Yes. I always say that the, the one thing I really appreciate about working a 12-step program is I get to take responsibility. Yes. The one thing I hate about working a 12-step program is I have to take responsibility. Because in my previous life, I could say I didn't know. Exactly. Now I know. And if I know, I need to do something about it. How, did you smoke? Luckily not. Not? No. So I used to be a smoker. Mm. And I, I quit now. What, what's the day? 18th. I quit on the 23rd of September 2010. Oh, wow. Well done. Um, but I rationalized my smoking for so long. Yeah, when people go, I'm so stressed out. Oh, I just need a cigarette. It's like, oh wow, that's going to help. It's going to take away exactly. all your stress. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It's like, what? It's like, so looking at you, it's just, it's not going away. It's insane. (laughs) If you put smoke and, but I was lucky that my grandpa gave me when I was a, when I was a young kid, he, he, and he was actually a corporation for tobacco. Yeah. And he, so he worked with it. That's why he was smoking. But he knew when I was young, if he gave it to me and I didn't like the taste, yeah, just I would stick it But another thing, I also fell off my treehouse. So I had really weak lungs because my uh, there was okay. a bamboo that actually oh, wow. went into the side of me. <laughs> and I, so I, I had this asthmatic thing. I was, when I did my orange, everything was like built up very unhealthy. And uh, the was definitely part of the whole thing is I, I'm happy that I did not smoke. Well, well done for you. Yeah, and I, I feel sorry for people because I, I can see the agony. I can see the pain, actually, every time people smoke. Yeah. And it's and you've dropped that now. I but you used to. Nearly eight years, yeah. Wow. Just like you said. Like you said, man, that shows my short-term memory is amazing. <laughs> yeah, man. Congratulations on your smoking. Nearly there. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Can you accept that you're addicted and need to stop? If so, list the experiences that convinced you. If not, explain your reservations in this regard. I think that question applies to anything in life. Mm. Can you admit that you're an asshole? <laughs> can, exactly. can, can, can you admit that your eating is, is, is causing you problems? Yes. Um, can you admit that, that the way you drive is not healthy? Mm. Um, it, it's really applicable to anything in life but um, now for me as I said my challenge was sugar until a few weeks ago until last week and I admitted that this is not what I want to look like in life yes and I've got a problem if I want to do something about it I need to do something about it um, and it was the fact that I didn't fit into my clothes anymore my jeans are uncomfortable mm. why do I want to do that to myself yeah, it's, it's crazy. I was definitely also very overweight when I was in, 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 in high school and going growing up, those kinds of things, you know, it's it's crazy. I was 
then it was to the point where you know, I couldn't, couldn't, I couldn't even couldn't see what I was doing. I couldn't yeah. see. I, I wasn't able to look. I mean, from something that that it's, it's that obvious, and it's that it's like, like a, a detriment to myself. That, but I, I can't. I'm not doing something about yeah. it. Another and way that it's presented itself in my life at the moment is, I'm a codependent, a controlling codependent. Yes. I want to control situations because that makes me feel safe. Yes. And I experienced, I had to admit to myself that if I try to control the outcome of a treatment session with yes. a client, or if I, if I become obsessed with the client is going to use after they leave my, my therapy, it made my life unmanageable. Mm. I, I was starting to doubt myself. I was starting to, to feel awful about myself. I was starting to worry what other people think about me. Um, all negative things for me and mm. I had to at some sense admit kind of okay this type of thinking mm. is not contributing to your serenity it's making your life unmanageable and I had to stand back and say okay fine um, well what is playing out it was my, my image I believed that those people said something about me yes and that's nonsense it's, it's well yeah it's like it's a self-centeredness it's also to me but I think this is where it's, these questions can go so deep. It's like uh, having a neat room or yeah. are all my material <clears throat> things perfect? Exactly. You know, is everything, a, it's, it, it's a form of, and that's why I know OCD and, and being, but there's also a point where people, when you come from an environment where it's taught, where, where you're sort of, where it's indoc- indoctrined yeah. in your psyche, it's so difficult to debate it because it's been absolutely and that's living in this country talking about indoctrinated (laughs) (laughs) brainwashed yeah uh, and i feel sorry for the generation that went heavily under it and then it's like you know (laughs) because i but i also got part of it Mm. i also got it i also got part of it in in a part of and that's why i had a lot of resentments and blame and stuff and but then I went on my own and I went through life and it's clear that it yeah. is not just life and it isn't just like it is. And mm. to question myself then, it took a time. But also the thing about what is strength? Strength is accepting that I'm vulnerable and that I'm weak and that I'm only human being. Absolutely. And that is how I can pursue anything that I set out. And only so by by that I need to stop and mm-hmm. I, I and, and it's something it takes time as well there's a, it's going to be a long list of things that that you know this sugar the the, the physical uh, physical sort of thing that I have of myself and there's the but it's then there's a lot of things you know financial material relation like a whole list of mm. things where whereas who am i and if i can be happy with just me the rest will come loving yourself is the beginning of a lifelong romance yeah it's awesome <laughs> and it's it's like that it's it's that first moment of when i realize cool i have a problem leave it yeah. leave it and then saying where are the solutions and this is a solution this yeah. is why the minute you see that that Something you do is causing you pain. Yes. Ask yourself, why do you do it then? Yeah. 
it's discipline, something Absolutely. else. Yeah. There's a the, line of the trick lies in, in, in acknowledging that this is causing me pain and I'm causing it. Yes. And I don't and I can't control it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's different. Yeah. So um what have you been giving up to support your addiction? Oh my word. Yeah. I gave up on life. Yeah. I I, I gave up on happiness, I gave up on fulfillment. Oh, I actually kind of nearly feel sad about it if I think what I nearly, what I nearly never had. Mm. If I think of my, at, at my life now, and I think of, of how my life was then and I thought my life was okay, there is no comparison. I look back and I, and I think I could have lost everything I've got now. Well, not lost, but I could not have had everything I had now if I stayed on that path. Mm. So I'm so grateful That's for awesome. this. Yeah, same. I, I was definitely just giving up who I was, life. It's life. Gave I up gave up on knowing life. myself. On my, yeah. Mm. I was completely the opposite. Complete, and, I would, and, and the thing is, if I, if I took solitude, it would be condemning. It would be, I would feel bad about it. But now, I'm so grateful for where I'm, I was. I'm happy for the fact that I can do it. Yeah. It's because of where I was that I am here today. Exactly. <laughs> awesome, man. Um, so, yeah, the, I'm going to read this last part that you that you wrote on the, the third day. We're almost nearing the end, it looks like. The hyphen after addiction. In wording of this step indicates that it's not necessarily an ex- Exclusively due to our addiction that our lives have become oh, unmanageable. That's what I said earlier, yeah. Our lives were most likely unmanageable long before we engaged with our addiction. We could have passionately perfectionistly, passionately perfectionistic, huge people pleasers, completely codependent, indignant isolators, or even addicted to sport watching series on TV or Netflix. How yeah. <laughs> academic performance or even to acknowledgement all of these things could have contributed to our lives being far from the way we wanted them to be we did not know how to change that though is that not fundamentally unmanageable my unmanageability presented itself in unhappiness but how my life was and how i was living it i did not like my life or myself at all I hated many moments of it, but pretended that everything was just fine. Meanwhile, things were falling apart around me, and most devastatingly, I was disintegrating into a state of total emptiness, of nothingness, of feelinglessness. I was an empty shell, and I was unable to address the chaos that I called life, or my life. Wow. That was it. That's quite beautiful, man. <laughs> Thank you and very much. And then it's your, then it's um, how profound words you wrote here. Hey? And then it's the last day where write a life story. I mean, I guess people can take as long as they want. To. Absolutely. Um, if you need it, you say here that, that you can just write a whole life story, which is definitely the important thing about writing a life story is we, if we don't do that, our life contains out of snippets of information yeah that 
that doesn't form a, a, a coherent whole. Yeah. Once we sit down and we write a, a, a what's the word? Uh, a life story. Oh. Yeah. If you write it in order. Okay. Um, from your birth until a chronological. Chronological. If yeah. you write a chrono chronological event of your life. Yeah. And you read it through, then you see, okay, that thing actually hangs with this thing. Yes. These things relate. And that's important why why I want people to write a life story. Hmm. So that we can see we can see it, we can see the bigger picture. Yeah, it's a it's a it, it, it's I always say it, it places things into perspective. Hmm. Awesome. And you said then here yeah, like you gave some of your I think yeah, you said when I set foot in the rehab center, I virtually had my first step done already. I was on my knees. The white flag was raised. I did not have it in me to fight the addiction monster any longer. I had surrendered, and the feelings of release, relief, and sadness were overwhelming. I cried three full days while in detox. That having been said, I still sometimes debate whether I went to rehab or got clean or merely to stop the chaos, the unmanageability. I do not know, but the aunt has become superfluous. Su superfluous. I got clean, and I never went, want to go back to where I was again, and that is good enough for me. Yeah, a life beyond my wildest dreams. Absolutely. That's. Yeah. I truly see my life in two. There was the darkness of life before recovery, and light. Yeah. And if I think of 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 maybe picking up a drink or a drug or starting acting out of my character defects and all those type of things, I see that darkness. Yes. And I run so fast away from that darkness because if I go back there, I don't think I'm ever going to come back. Yes. Very true. Yeah. So, it's, it's the end. It's basically deciding yeah. it's the end. The end. Full stop. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And on that, it's, yeah, we, we, we're at step two, um, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. And I think we'll start on that and it will be day five when we check in again. Hopefully we get everything up uploaded. We get a little bit more structure to yeah. this. And I think time after time we're getting it. I think, yeah, I think easier. today was like even, yeah, it's also, it's just before Smooth the time. Yeah. And um, awesome, Freddie, thank you so cool. much. Awesome, thanks, thank you very much. Thanks, and guys. And thanks everybody that are supporting and tuning in. I hope that this can help. And uh, we will try to check you either this day next week or either over the weekend. We are going to try our best and try to put some structure into this. Yes. Cheers. Ciao, guys.